Hello everyone, Dawn here. I've been thinking a lot lately about what exactly a dream is. I guess it's Lux's fault. They've still been around lately. Lux makes me think a lot, mostly about dreams. Most of the time it seems like they are constantly dreaming, even when they're awake, but that would be insane, right? I'm probably thinking too deeply about this, but thinking deeply is one of my specialties. I think I've mentioned before that I'm in university, but I don't think that I've ever talked about the things that I study. Well, my favorite course is a philosophy one. It's definitely made me think a lot about how philosophy can relate back to dreams. The main philosophical theory I want to talk about is something called solipsism. There's a pretty good chance that you've never heard of it. It's not the most well-known theory. You're not going to find a lot of solipsists out there the same way you'd find a nihilist or a hedonist, but it's still an interesting theory. Solipsism is a little difficult to explain. The easiest way to think about it, in my opinion, of course, is to start back with René Descartes. Descartes is an old, old philosopher. Like, he was alive back at the same time they discovered the Earth revolved around the Sun. That kind of old. More than anything, Descartes is known for this one quote that you may have actually heard before. Cogito ergo sum, or in English, I think, therefore I am. Descartes uses this to sum up his claim that the most undeniable part of our existence as humans is our thoughts. It's an interesting claim which relates a lot back to solipsism. Descartes reached his claim using what he calls the method of doubts. The method of doubts is, honestly, incredibly simple. You take everything that you think is obviously true and just throw that all away and begin to doubt everything. Consider what's an assumption, what you can prove, and what you can't. Descartes ultimately comes to the conclusion that the only thing that you cannot doubt is that you exist as a thinking thing. You are a thing that thinks, and that is how you know you exist. It is impossible to doubt your capacity for thought because your doubts are thoughts, so you'd have to somehow deny the very thing you're using. Now, Descartes uses this claim as a starting off point. He goes on to make a lot of other arguments trying to prove reality, the existence of God, and the nature of the soul, but we're not going to get into any of that. Instead, we're going to focus on the very basic premise of I think, therefore I am. So, 
How exactly can we doubt everything except for our thoughts? Well, the main way Descartes gets there is by questioning the validity of our senses. Descartes believes that every piece of information that we gather from our physical senses, the things that we can see, feel, and hear, is able to be doubted. Most of the information that we know about the world, or think we know about the world, the very basics of it, like the color of the sky, that all comes from our senses, so if we can't trust our senses, then everything is called into question. Descartes uses what's called a thought experiment to conceive of doubting your senses. He says to imagine there's this evil demon, a cruel entity with this supernatural, bored, borderline godlike power. Or if you'd like a more secular metaphor, I'd say to use a virtual reality. Imagine you've plugged your brain into some sort of program. Now this demon or program can use your senses however it wants. It can show you colors and have you feel touches that aren't really there. But they feel real. They look real. So, if it's possible for you to have a sensory experience of something that isn't real, then how exactly do you know that what you experience every day is? According to Sulpsism, the answer is simple. You can't. Sulpsism is basically an extension of that line of thought. I think of it as, I think, therefore I am, taken to the logical extreme. Sulpsism is the claim that there is nothing in the world beyond your own individual mind. Or, it can be thought of more as there's no way to know whether or not anything exists outside of your own mind. Either way, it's a claim that questions the validity of the outside world. Everything, the world, your body, even other people. It calls into question whether or not anything outside your mind can exist. There's another way we can look at solipsism that I've been thinking about a lot lately. How exactly do we know when we're dreaming and when we're awake? It's the same thing. How do we know what's really some sort of external reality and what's a reality just made by our thoughts? A dream. I'm not sure if we can talked a lot about how dreams feel real when you're in them. You accept them as your reality the entire time you're there. It's only when you're awake that you realize that things were different. I've had dreams where I've woken up in them and it felt like I was waking up the same way you do every morning. But when I woke up again for real, hesitated. It felt just as real as the first time I'd woken up in the dream and I wasn't sure if, if I was still dreaming or not. 
What I'm saying is it's very easy to doubt whether you're awake or in a dream. I mean, is there any way for me to truly know that this whole thing, this life or reality isn't just one long dream? I guess the entire point of this is that maybe Lux isn't as odd as I've seen. I... I don't think Lux is insane. Yes, it looks like Lux is... babbling and... yes, they are borderline incoherent most of the time, but... there are also these moments where they talk and it all makes sense when you actually spend time with them. You catch glimpses of this actual person, this insightful, interesting person that I think they used to be. And maybe they've just reached that point, that logical extreme where it's just impossible to tell when they're awake and when they're asleep. And, and maybe that's just an inevitability. Maybe no one stopped dreaming. We just forgot how to tell the difference. It's easy for me to find examples of dreams that felt real. Usually, the most vivid of my dreams are nightmares. They, they probably wouldn't be scary if they didn't feel real. This nightmare began... Well, it began like a dream. I mean, it didn't start out creepy or ominous or anything like that. It started out like any other dream I've had. In the beginning, I'm at this theater that I don't recognize. It's... I'm not in the theater part yet. Just the lobby outside. It's an old movie theater like you'd see on TV. One of those AMC type of things from the 21st century. I'm surrounded by people in the lobby. The building is practically filled. I recognize most of them from class or around school, but I'm not close with anyone there. So when we all start flooding inside the theater, I don't have anyone to follow. I just sort of let the crowd me along until I end up in a seat in one of the front rows, directly facing this stage. Where the screen would be in a movie theater, there's this stage, which doesn't really make sense, but in the dream I don't 
don't even question it. What I'm really focused on is the woman standing on the stage. There's a harsh spotlight on her. And even with the ambient lighting, it's still so bright. I can't even make out all of her features, but she's got this long, matted, gray hair. She looks old. I don't recognize her, but from the moment I see her, I hate her. There's just something about her that brings out this knee-jerk, primal hatred deep from my gut. The classmates around me don't seem to notice anything wrong with her. They all just keep chattering away about nothing important, but I can't take my eyes off her. I'm scared that if I stop watching, she'll pounce or something. She doesn't talk, she just moves one of her hands, and it must be some sort of signal, because you can tell instantly that the show is about to begin. All of the lights, other than her spotlight, cut to black. That light seems even harsher in the darkness, and I know that I am not watching her show. None of us should be. It's something in the air. I can feel it. Every instinct of mine is telling me to run. None of the people around me have gotten the message, though. They've all fallen completely silent. Quieter than any room I've been in in my entire life. I'm stuck in the middle of my row, and when I tried to push past the person next to me, they shoved me back into my seat. So, eventually I just spun around. I turned in my seat, so my back was facing the stage, and I... waited. I could tell the show had started by the expression on the girl to my left's face. She looked confused at first. I had no idea what she was looking at. I, I couldn't see what was happening on that stage. I didn't want to. And that's when the noises on the stage began. It started with this machine-like crunching the sound. Like the sound of metal scraping on metal, but larger. And the expression on that girl's face instantly changed from confusion to complete terror. She cried out so loud that my head rang with the sound, and the mechanical whirling, crunching sound kept coming from that stage. I turned away from her and noticed similar expressions of fear and disgust on the faces of everyone around me. I had no idea what they were watching. There been any sort of machines on that stage before I turned around. There had been nothing but that woman. I... I can't even imagine what they were looking at. What would cause that expression?
eventually all of the noises began to change. The mechanical one stopped and I could hear footsteps. Not one person walking, but several. It sounded like they were all running across the stage. And then this thick, wet, thudding sound came. As if you'd stuck a butcher's knife straight through a watermelon. And it happened again and again. And that girl was crying and I saw some boy off to the right throw up all over himself. There wasn't any screaming or crying or any sort of human sounds coming from that stage. But God was there screaming in that crowd. The noises continued and more started coming. These sharp, popping, snapping sounds like branches breaking off of a tree. It reminded me of the sound that my friend's arm made back when we were six and she'd broken it falling off a slide. Only it came from every corner of that stage all at once. And then again, and again, and again. And I don't know what was making it. I don't know what can make that sound. Not like that. There was there was even more noises. Noises that I, I don't have the words to describe. But whatever was making them was enough to send every single person around me to tears. I don't know how long it went on for. Time doesn't really exist in dreams. It felt like it was going on for hours. The entire length of a long musical. Eventually, the show was over. I knew because the light in that spotlight on that stage went out. I didn't move. Not at first, I just sat in the darkness. I was terrified that if I turned around I'd see the remains of whatever was making that noise. Sitting on that stage just waiting for me and I did not want to see that. It wasn't quiet in the theater now. There were still people sobbing and screaming in the darkness. Eventually, I decided to turn around. I just... I couldn't... be there. Not forever. Luckily, the curtains pulled, so... I couldn't see the stage at all. I just... I climbed over all of the people on my right side. I probably stepped on quite a few of them, but no one reacted. None of them moved to stop me or complain. They all just sat there in their anguish, sobbing to themselves. I ran from that theater. Not a single one of them made any move to follow me. It's like they all forgot they could even move. I don't know what exactly happened after that. I made it outside, I think. There was light again and new people or sounds anywhere near me. It was about then that I woke up. 
really know what to say about all of that other than it definitely felt real. Absolutely terrifyingly real. I am really tired now. This whole discussion has been a lot and it's actually quite late here. I I was trying to see if Lux was coming back tonight. I guess not. It's not a big deal. Lux tends to disappear occasionally. They're an adult. It, it doesn't matter. I'm not sure if any of this matters anymore. I'm going to bed. Good night and sweet dreams. <laughs>